What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sands Report. It is Friday. It is the end of the fiscal year for Microsoft, and the lower third didn't pop. I don't know why that didn't show up. So if you're missing that, I do apologize. I, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. It's actually early. I'm doing this at about 7:30 a.m. because I've got a busy day. Uh, I got a wedding coming up this weekend. I was in New York on Monday, and a week of travel just always always kind of screws everything up. And so there was some Microsoft news or some not some Microsoft news. It, it's a little bit quiet right now, um, mostly because as I just noted, the uh, fiscal year end of Microsoft is technically tomorrow. And so this is the last business day, which means this is Microsoft's last kind of day as what fiscal year 18. And then they'll move into fiscal year 2019 starting uh, on July 1. And typically that's a time of change in the world of Microsoft. Historically, if they've done layoffs, it's always been, it shouldn't say it's always, the larger layoffs and announcements have come in July. Um, org shifts have come in July, although they've been doing a lot of org changes here in the spring. So I don't know if we'll necessar necessarily see a lot of that. But the... Uh, the layoff rumor mill has been running full steam, mostly because after reorgs like that, there's changes and all that good stuff. And Microsoft, um, we, we will see what they have up their sleeve for this year ahead or for the fiscal year ahead. But I can tell you this, that they have uh, what's called Inspire and Tech Ready, which are two typically separate events, but they're both happening in... Um, about two weeks, give or take, and they're happening in Las Vegas. I am not going, I think I've said it on here before, the press were not invited, which were typically invited to Inspire, but not Tech Ready, because Tech Ready's internal, and now they're combining these events, so we're no longer invited. Uh, I expect some news to come out of that. I wouldn't expect anything major, um, at least uh, on the enterprise side. There, I suspect there'll be some other news um, here in July as well. But um, there's typically stuff coming out around that. So be looking for that here in the next couple weeks. I suspect next week will be pretty dead, to be honest, because July 4th here in the U.S. is on a Wednesday, which kind of kills the entire week. So they're not going to announce anything like Mondays or Tuesdays because it's big because it's right before holiday. And then Thursday and Friday just aren't great days to announce things anyways. And so, um, yeah. Yep. Man, I thought I fixed the hot spots, but... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but here we are. Anyways, so uh, hopefully everybody had a good week. Let's just kind of dive in here. Uh, Microsoft released a, a pretty substantial build of Windows 10 this week, mostly for what the build didn't include rather than what it did. So Microsoft is removing sets. If you've been wanting tabs on everything and you've been anxiously waiting since they announced, announced it in November and now it's not coming, it didn't come in the Redstone 4 and it's probably not coming at Redstone 5. Uh, you're going to be waiting until Redstone 6, which means you're waiting until the spring of 2019. And... This is odd, because I don't know why Microsoft... It felt like they rushed this out the door. And so I'll explain my conspiracy theory. Uh, a company called Stardock made a product called Groupie, which you can buy today, which literally adds uh, tabs to anything in Windows. Any and everything can be tabbed. And then Microsoft like came out with sets like a week or a couple days later. And it felt just kind of odd. And now Microsoft has like, shown us this, but then they're not shipping it for a very long time after announcements like... 18 months, give or take. And so I don't know. But if you've been looking forward to that, Microsoft has announced they're pulling it again to make further refinements and get it ready for release. But it's not coming. Uh, unfortunately, it's not coming anytime soon. And so other things they've pulled out, the Snipping Tool, if you like Snipping Tool, they're getting rid of that for a new screenshot experience. But the Snipping Tool, I don't know why they're pulling it, but here we are. They're getting rid of that. 
But um, things they are adding, if you're user using Edge, you now have full customization of the uh, title bar or taskbar, if you will, or whatever you want to call it, nav bar. You can now remove all the icons finally. I don't know why it took, what, three years after launch of Windows 10 to get that out. But um, here we are. And you can now you can now customize all that. That, that is fantastic. Thank you, Microsoft. Um, and there's also more security settings and all that. There's not a whole lot of like groundbreaking new stuff. Not that I would expect that every single release. Um, I, I'd like to see some refinements to the timeline, but we will see what Microsoft has up its sleeve for RS5 when it does a full feature announcement uh, blog post. I don't know if they're actually having an event to announce RS5. Uh, I think it might just come systematically through the blog roll, much like Redstone 4 did. And so there's that. Uh, Skype is also getting a bunch of updates as well, uh, especially the modern experience of Skype. I believe Skype Classic, by the way, is going to be coming to an end of support here in the September, I want to say September of 2018. So if you're a user of that platform, if you're on Skype Classic, I think seven point something or other, uh, it's not going to be updated. So just keep that in mind. And so Microsoft has this new modern experience and it just, it makes it easier to move people around when you're in a video call. It's supposedly making video calls faster to connect. And it's also got some new UI elements. Yes. Uh, the other kind of, I don't, I don't know if you, bombshell is, is a very bad word for this, but the other news is this guy back here, which you can't quite see all the way. That's the Xbox One X, and I'm just more referring to the Xbox in general. Uh, no VR support coming to it. Now, I, I say the only reason this is surprising is that when I got documents about the Scorpio, I don't know, what, two years, three years ago, when, whatever that time frame was, they actually mentioned in it, like, working with Oculus Rift to bring VR experiences to the console. Now, my gut check here tells me is that VR just kind of really hasn't caught on the way that Microsoft or probably many other people have expected. I'm not saying it's not catching on and that it's not the next like big thing. I think AR, VR, like the headsets we wear, uh, will become a, a pretty substantial part of our life, at least in some experiences. But I, I think it's taking much longer to mature. Microsoft's not having much luck with uh, Windows Mixed Reality. The market share is extremely small in an already small niche. And so I think that's why we are not seeing it um, coming to the Xbox, and I don't think it's going to add a whole lot. Obviously, I, I firmly believe the Xbox One X could run it. Maybe the other consoles couldn't, and it would just segment the market, and Phil Spencer doesn't want to do all that. But um, no VR coming. Maybe they're trying to hold it for the next gen that we know is coming in 2020 with the Scarlet family of devices. So we will we will see what happens there. And then Microsoft is actually, um, they're, they're going to roll out a Halo game show series. Not game show. The Halo game is getting its own TV, TV series. TV series. Good, good English. Man. TV series on Showtime. And so that will be, I believe, coming next year. And uh, that'll be, I, I don't know much about it. To be honest, I don't follow Halo too much. I don't follow the storyline. Um, if anything, this feels really late. Like I, I feel like Halo is kind of past its like prime time, but here we are. They're coming out with it next year. We'll see. It. We'll see how it does. You know, I'm gonna keep my eyes wide open for this one. And finally, here wrapping up the back of the book before we dive into the questions because there are quite a few of them today. Uh, Microsoft is making it easier to organize teams. Uh, you can have a. There's now an archive option. If you haven't figured out, Microsoft is going all in on teams. Like all in and they want in a world they want you to have teams open on one monitor 
and uh, Outlook open on another monitor. I can honestly see them making that Teams, that all of Office just runs inside of Teams, including like Word, Excel, and all that stuff. Uh, I mean, it kind of does already, but they, they want Teams to be the hub of your productivity outside of email. And I mean, I could see them bringing email in there one day, but that's their goal. And they're marching towards that in this new archive option archive option makes it easier to archive old teams that are no longer if they're previous projects or the project is completed or team members have moved on um, you can now clean things up just a little bit easier so that kind of wraps up the big highlights for the week um, there's some ma other map stuff here but it was asked in a question so I figured I would just uh, go with that first uh, but like I said, I was in New York, and New York always involves tater tots, which is probably why King Nerd the Third says, "Are tater tots a food worth having for my 19th birthday? Only if you like delicious potato snacks." Um, I recommend getting a fine, a fine Wisconsin queso, um, if you will, and dipping them in that Wisconsin cheddar-based queso. That's kind of a that's it. Whatever. Um, Adam Corbley says, what do you think of Germany getting knocked out of the World Cup? I think this is par for the course, to use a golf analogy, because they were the reigning champs, and they always it, it seems like they always just get knocked out early, um, the previous chances. <laughs> and says, do you think Brazil should try to find a way to get... Uh, <laughs> uh, he's asking about Brazil and how they should play. So here's here's kind of my, my sad side of the world cup the u.s didn't get in so my interest in the world cup is much less than typical and so i know that mexico had went nuts and actually they uh, ran over to the korean embassy and got the korean ambassador to drink with them because of them because for knocking out uh, i believe germany and so that mexico could advance and the world cup is full steam ahead i will watch more here in the next couple weeks uh, as it wraps up but i haven't caught too many first round games so but uh, I did see, I actually did watch the round that Germany got knocked out, mostly because, uh, well, it's Germany and they should have been better, right? I think they, uh, I think they came in a little overconfident on this one. Uh, DCPSSS, DP, DCPSS, this, in one episode, you see that Alice Kipman was working on the display of Andromeda. Does this mean Andromeda can display holograms? So Microsoft has a patent for displaying holograms from like a 2D plane surface. Um, I believe he was part of, or at least was heading up the team that was working on some of that. I, I heard that from multiple people. And so I don't know if the Andromeda device can, can display holograms, but I know that they're definitely working on trying to do that. Um... Uh, Zach Bowden said, uh, Microsoft is working on a, on a dev edition Andromeda for spring, but somehow it was skipped. Did you know something about this? I, I did not hear anything about the dev edition of Andromeda, mostly because I don't, I'm not saying it didn't exist. It very well could have. I mean, Microsoft does developer editions, but I know why they didn't ship it because there's no, you don't need to ship that hardware to build out the OS experiences. It, if you build out pen and touch, if you build out everything else, the way it, I've understood Andromeda to work. Um, you don't need, like, you don't need to ship the hardware to build these apps. So, uh, with the loss of sets, does that mean we are also losing tabbed PowerShell and command prompt? If so, yep. Uh, yeah, it does. If you want it back, I believe, uh, like I said, I'm not trying to, I have no interest or like financial stake in this, but Groupie will, I believe, allow you to return that. And I think you can buy it for under 10 bucks. So, there you go. Sherlock Holmes says, "Are there any? Is there any news for out, how Outlook.com Premium with my own domain 
Externally hosted will work with Outlook.com. I get this question very frequently because apparently a lot of you guys did this and no, there has been nothing that has come out. I've asked Microsoft and they've always just kind of given me this like mumbling thing. Um, speaking of things that haven't come out yet, I forgot to add this in. Still looking and poking around to see where that uh, glass Cortana thermostat is. Um, I haven't heard anything about ship dates. It's pre-ordered since March, but they haven't. They just said summer 2018. Technically, we're in summer of 2018, and I'm curious when that thing will go go out. Uh, Pick Pick Ronk says, which professional golfer best resents Microsoft at this point? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. I don't want to use him in the analogy because he's so famous and popular, and um, although I think he does kind of fit, I will use Rory McIlroy, mostly because Rory is. Um, He's off his game a little bit. Granted, he did win earlier this year, but this past couple weeks he's been really off. But he's got a lot of potential, and he's very popular. And I think that's kind of Microsoft right now. Is Rory has all these past wins, which is Microsoft Azure and Office stuff. And um, he's got the Surface and Xbox things, which represent his future. And they're, they're, they're doing okay. But, you know, what they need to get on all cylinders and start firing uh, at a higher rate, which Rory needs to do to start winning again and just playing well in general. And so he's kind of, uh, he. I'm hoping that he's coming out of a slump, and that's what I hope Microsoft is doing as well. Uh, Jabunde says, I'm contemplating cutting the cord. Currently during research to see which uh, services might be the best for my family, I've noticed that in Paul's cord cutting articles, there isn't any discussion of DirecTV now. Are you contemplating trying it all, or have you just eliminated it from contention for my family? It seems that there's a sweet spot of channels watching, including HGTV, like Paul. Um, I'm exp- like Paul, blah, blah, uh, but isn't available as on as many devices as some as others. The cloud DVR options are kind of lacking with just 20 hours recording available. Any thoughts on DirecTV now? So here's my thing. So we cut the cord here, and so we have Netflix and we have Hulu. Those are the two primary services. Um, while we both like HGTV, we just don't watch enough TV. And so here's what I would challenge you on if you truly need direct TV. Because one of the reasons we cut the cord was that we were just paying for channels that we didn't need. And, um, since we've gotten rid of all that stuff, we don't miss it at all. The one thing, um that we do have that I highly recommend if you are going to go all in, I think DirecTV now might give you local channels, I can't remember, is look at an HD home run. That has been the best, single best purchase ever. What that does is allows you to put antenna outside, uh, connect it to it, and then that thing broadcasts uh, over the air TV stations to your home network. And so we have Apple TVs and we can watch um, all the broadcast channels, which there's quite a few of them. There's like 25 of them that we pick up. Uh, all on TV and in glorious HD. And I can even watch them on, on my computer or on um, my phone. And what that thing does is the problem when you cut the cord is that getting local channels can be a pain in the butt and because Netflix and Hulu aren't going to carry them. And then this device, the HD Home Run, tied into the Apple TV. So all we have to do is turn on the Apple TV and we can turn on, uh, we can access anything we need. My, my thoughts on DirecTV now, are especially if I think, believe if you have AT&T, it's probably a pretty smart choice. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it per se. It's just that we were trying to get rid of get rid of that extra crap that we just didn't need. We just didn't want to pay for it um, at the end of the day. Uh, Bart says, yesterday we saw Microsoft providing five petabytes of maps data to open street maps consisting mostly of building footprint. What is Microsoft's end game here? Well, Microsoft maps aren't really doing all that hot right now. They've I don't want to say they're not investing, but Bing Maps is just kind of a thing that Microsoft uses for a lot of its auxiliary products to just pull in mapping data, which I believe they got a lot of this stuff from Nokia. And um, I, I don't know if they really have a big end game here. They're going up against Google Maps, which is known to be the best in the industry. And um, 
I don't, I'm sure they're making money somehow, some way, just licensing this stuff. But then you also have the other mapping people, uh, like all the car companies, which I believe they bought their own mapping stuff, which might have been the remnants of Nokia, actually, now that I think about that. And so I don't, I just, I have no idea how much money there is in mapping. And maybe Microsoft is thinking maybe they're going to exit the maps. I don't, I, I don't honestly know here. A useful engine says any word on when Office 2019 will be available to the public or insider office program. So I think it's relatively soon. I want to say uh, it was in the month of July. So you can keep that on. Um, And that about wraps it up, folks. Like I said, it's a little bit slower of a week. I suspect next week will be even slower. And then I think the following two weeks will be uh, they'll be amped back up again. I, I I can probably almost assure you of that with Inspire and some other things going on. And so Microsoft starting to get back into its new fiscal groove, and we'll see if they have any company-wide announcements. With that, folks, I'm going to wrap it up here today. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you right back here next week on the Sam's Report. Have yourselves a wonderful weekend.